Welcome to Success Is Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Portman, serial entrepreneur, author, and podcast host. Whether success for you is more money, time with your family, a healthy, well-balanced life, or freedom, I'm interviewing guests and getting you the advice to make it happen. So join me as we uncomplicate the complicated, help you define success, and give you the strategies to make it happen. Welcome to the Success Is Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Portman. Joining me today is Oris Komarnitsky. Orest is a former periodontal regenerative surgeon, stand-up comedian, internet marketer, men's mentor, podcast host, and blogger. Thank you for joining me today, Orest. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. And I'm, I'm glad we made that uh, made it through that introduction. Um, so kicking it off, uh, tell us, what does success mean to you? Uh, success, first of all, is... Uh multifaceted okay it's not just one thing and unless you got it all then uh you are not really truly successful and you know everything's about you know financial success you know you know um i was just uh <laughs> i was just i was just on a, a, a podcast where i was interviewing with an entrepreneur who exited uh, his business, and he he had what's what I've heard other entrepreneurs who exit their business refer to as as basically fuck you money. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I I got so much money, I don't really care what you think anymore. Uh, and he's got that. Uh, so there's there's that kind of level, or maybe you just you know you, maybe you're just you know you're you're content with where you are and, and and able to take care of your expenses and and uh and you don't have a particularly high uh have a lot of needs and things like that. And so you, you can be successful in, in any different ways, as long as you feel like you, you are secure. I think, I think that's, that's the thing. And then people, sometimes people want more than security, but that's where the first level of success is. Uh, the other part is uh, your uh, fitness. So financial fitness. Uh, if you are uh, basically you know, unhealthy. And uh, I, I know all about what that's all about because there was a point where in my forties where my, my age was being outpaced by my waist size. Mm. And so, uh, so having a physical health, physical fitness and health is real important. And uh, I've been up and down in, in that arena. Most recently I had, a significant setback uh, medically in terms of an ostomy uh, that, that I had at the beginning of 2022. And uh, then the last part is uh, family and your relationships. Uh, are you, if you are in a committed relationship, a marriage, are you truly there with your, with your best friend? Or are you like worlds apart and that's just a big gaping hole that you're um, basically filling with other stuff, maybe porn, maybe having an affair, whatever, or you just kind of resigned that, that that's that, that you know there's there's not going to be a particularly great relationship. So I think success are, is is in those three areas, and you, and and to have have it have it all in in all three areas. Uh, so that's what that's what that means, and that's what that's what I work towards uh, every day. Uh, one, th I, I have a morning ritual that I go through. And one of the questions I ask myself is, what can I do to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday? 
now that's all that sounds really good in theory uh there's some days that i just don't pull it off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean listen uh, i'm not i'm not gonna tell you i'm perfect there's some days that i just don't pull it off sure. uh but but at least i ask myself that question and, and a lot of times a lot of times i do so that's that to me is what is what success is uh in, in a lot of different ways and and as you get older success means being comfortable in your skin uh th that that's a that's a big part and so you know i've transitioned from a periodontal regenerative surgeon i had a, a good career in in that uh i was always kind of a, a i've always been kind of a, a, a cutting edge kind of person uh i always kind of had my I was always wanted to be the best, the best version I could be in my profession. And I, and I was that, and I used stuff before anybody ever used it. And then eventually uh, the crowd caught caught up to me. Um, so th that was important. And then I knew that there was a time for me to, uh, to transition out. And part of that reason why is that uh, I got to the point where actually I was not interested in being the best version of myself as a periodontal regenerative surgeon. It's not that I was crappy. Sure. I just wasn't, I wasn't, there, there was, there was new technology coming on board. There was new things coming on board and I just, I, I didn't want to learn it. <laughs> I really didn't want to learn it. I, I just like, Oh my God, I just go to, to go to another periodontal meeting was, you know, uh, was horrible. It was, it was like listening to opera. Yeah. Uh, it was, <laughs> or watching baseball. Uh, it was just horrible. And, uh, and, and so I, I did that and I, and I've always been kind of, a um, even when, uh, I was in practice, I, I, I was kind of a smart ass and I'm also an attention whore. And so, so I don't mind sitting here talking to myself, sure. talking about myself for the next hour and just, you know, you know, you can, you can, you can yeah. leave right now and I'll Perfect just talk role for you. Yeah, I'll be out <laughs> yeah. there. <Yeah. laughs> so, so so this uh, whole journey of me uh, taking this next point in my life uh, to become a podcaster, uh, to become a men's mentor, uh, uh, because I've been told that I've had lots of friends that have told me like, oh, that was really helpful. Or, I was really glad you, you, we sat and talked about that uh, is an important part of my life because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 70 very soon. But, and the last time I said this, uh, uh, um, my wife just made a horrible face like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm that long. Um, there's a good chance I'm going to live to, I know I'm going to live over a hundred barring, you know, something really, really uh, off the wall because no one in my family has died of natural causes before the age of 90. And, oh, incredible. and we, uh, when I visit my, my parents came from Ukraine uh, after World War II or during World War II, actually not after, like literally during at the end of the war, mm. uh, they were escaping the the, the, uh, the the Soviets. And when I went back to visit my family back there, I realized that we were hillbillies. <laughs> I mean, we're truly hillbillies. You know, uh, you know, smoking uh, smoking unfiltered cigarettes. Get out and here. and uh, and moonshine. L literally that in past in, 90 in, yeah, moonshine in the, in, yeah and everybody and everybody knows died of natural causes and, and i figured that because of that lifestyle the the people that died of natural causes were weeded out hundreds of years ago yeah wow that's incredible yeah so you uh so you've got uh the great genetics for what you you talk yeah. about which is the anti-aging uh, component 
Yeah. Now for you, I'm taking, because you live such long life, life uh, genetically, this probably has more to uh, anti-aging uh, cognitively and energy levels and things like that. Is that, is that correct? Well, yes and no, because I've never been really too smart. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you no, know, I, I think, yeah, it's not just the longevity. It's the quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the quality of life that that's important. And I do things now that I started many years ago that affect my, the quality of my life today and i will continue to do stuff um to improve the quality the potential quality of my life in the in the future and that's why i spend a lot of time in the anti-aging space you know they call it functional medicine but whenever i say functional medicine no one knows what i'm talking about when i I say anti-aging everybody understands what we're talking about yep so there's there's lots of there is lots of stuff for you and everyone else to avail themselves of if they want to have quality life. And unfortunately, most people wait until shit goes bad to, <laughs> to use that. And, and uh, you know, it, it still works, but it'd be a hell of a lot better if you used it before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So some of those, those things you, you talk about are, are not only, uh, you know, fitness and health, uh, but also relationship components um, that that can help you live a, a better quality life, mm-hmm. um, and specifically with your marriage and that sort of thing. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? And are there things that we can do now, you know, in our 20s, 30s, 40s that would set us up for a long, healthy, uh, prosperous life from, a, from, from the people we surround ourselves with? Um, I think that there's several things that are real important. Um, and the first one is the conversations, the most important relationship you have in your life is a relationship you have with yourself. And, uh, Jordan Peterson talks about this. And actually a lot of people talk about this is like, if you were having the conversation that you have with yourself in your head with someone else, with, with another person. Sure. Would that other person want to be around you. And for many people, the answer is no, because they got really shitty conversations going on in their head. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, I, I mean, I mean, would you, you know, half the stuff that we say to ourselves in our own mind, you wouldn't say to somebody else. You would, no yeah. way. Yeah. Either they'd leave, they'd either leave you or they punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Quit whining, you know? right? Shout your mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's the, that's, that's where it all starts and no one can make you happy. You know, you are, you're responsible for yourself for making yourself happy. And so, so that's, that's the first part. Um, as far as the spark with my, uh, with my wife, um, I was fortunate that I didn't get married until I was older. I was 40 years old when I got married and uh, she did not have our first child, our first daughter until I was 45. And I was uh, actually very much a, uh, a child in a man's body. (laughs) And so uh, I was not, I was engaged several times uh, with no intention of ever getting married. 
uh, which was not, it's not something that, I mean, I, we kind of laugh about it, but I don't really laugh about it because I don't think I, I, I treated uh, those women fairly. And uh, they were all very nice people, uh, very good people. Uh, and, you know, got, guys always say like, oh, it's not you, it's me. But they don't really believe that it's them. Uh, but, but in reality, it was me. Uh, <laughs> I was, I like I said, four different women, and uh, I was I was the constant in that experiment. Sure. In that experiment, it was it was definitely thing. yeah, no, it was the common no, no. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it was me. Uh, even though I when I said it, I I was I, I was thought I was lying, and I was lying to myself. So uh, <laughs> actually, the last woman that I was engaged to uh she was very very smart she was a, a uh she was a, a physician at the mayo clinic and uh that's kind of been my mo it's always i was like smart beautiful woman uh <laughs> and uh so uh we were having problems uh when we were engaged and uh she uh she got us into marriage counseling or pre-marriage counseling <laughs> which the end result was that we shouldn't be married. Uh, but there, there was a lot, there were a lot of things going on in my life at that time that were not particularly good. And I was not in it. I was not, I was actually in a horrible place in my life at that point. Uh, so, but so to get back on, on, on uh, like I digress a little bit, but the, the thing that makes our marriage successful uh, and my wife is, is, uh, you know, she, she, uh, uh, used to be an attorney. Now she does mergers and acquisitions, and she sells companies between five million and one hundred and fifty million. Uh, so she she usually represents the uh, uh, the seller uh, in, in these transactions. And so she's you know there are times that we realize that what she's going through is the most important thing. And, you know, you've been through an exit, you know, the last 30 days of an exit <laughs> are pretty intense. Yeah, you know, as yeah. soon as that money gets close, the closer that money that gets transferring. And you, when you're talking like, you know, tens of millions of dollars, maybe more, uh, everything gets, everything, the shit gets real. Yeah, absolutely. Shit gets real. And everybody starts looking at things very, very carefully. Yeah. And so there are times that I know, like, I have to be in, in the back burner. I not only not only do I have to be in the back burner, I need to be there to support her. Mm -hmm. And there are times that when I'm doing stuff, I'm the primary and she's back there supporting. And then there are other times that we are need to be important as a couple together and, and, and to work on things. And so those those I think that's 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 the other thing. And and you know, I have a great relationship with my kids who are older than in the 20s. They're both uh graduated from college employed never i i can't see a situation where they ever want to move back in with us uh you know thank god uh <laughs> I, I mean they did during covid that was like a that was a weird situation uh but you know i have a great relationship with them one of the things that they live in different cities than we do and one of the things that, that we've done and I, I would encourage you to, uh, some of your listeners to do this especially if you have older kids that live in, in different cities is that once a month, I have a happy hour with my kids. I have a drink, get on Zoom, and we sit and talk for for about an hour. Oh, I think it's about once a month is about right. I think that that if you try to do it every week, it's just too weird. It's like a helicopter parent. 
uh, you know, it's, you're just, it's just like way too close. It's like, you know, once a month is about right. And, um, and then, uh, so, you know, having good relationships with, and I'm honest with my kids. Uh, we've always been honest with our kids. Do you tell uh, them about some of the mistakes you've made in that? Oh shit. Yeah. All the time. Tell yeah. them about the mistakes I made last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't fire someone fast enough. Uh, no, we, we've always, we've, we've been very honest with our kids in terms of, you know, finances, like, okay, you know, we can afford this now, or we can't afford this. Uh, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. You know, dad's acting goofy because he's real tense about this or whatever. So no, we, we always have always been very honest about him. Now, them. You know, it's, it's, it's not, sometimes it's not done, done totally brutally, but, but we've been essentially honest with them. And uh, so I think that that's an important part. We've, we've always treated our kids uh, like adults and they were never, they were never our friends, but uh, we always treat them like, like adults and we talk to them like adults and, and uh, we always had, you know, we, we would have the, the, the other thing I think as far as the kids go uh, is that we were, li- my wife and I were listening to something and they said like three things and I can only remember uh, three things that you need to do or five things that you need to do as far as your kids go. And I can, we can only, I can only remember two of them now. Uh, but one of them was go to church. Okay. And we did, we were not, we're both raised Catholic, but we didn't go to church. Fuck, we didn't go to church when we were, you know, when we had no kids, but as soon as we had kids, it was kind of like, okay, a whole different thing. It was a whole yeah. different responsibility and uh, have dinner together. Uh, we were set, sat down and not with your phones and sure. not in front of the TV, but actually sit down and have dinner together where you're sitting and talking. Mm. Uh, and so I think, I think that those are the things that are important. And the other part that, I, that I'll tell you, I think is really important uh, is very actively pick the people that you have in your life as your friends. Uh, I, I do that very uh, strategically in terms of I look to, to be around high quality people people that have the same kind of thoughts and, and, and the same or the same character uh, have the same level of integrity that I do that are interested in, in working on themselves and being better versions of themselves and we tend to to uh, push each other and I've 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 also have uh, 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 exercised people for my life yeah very very uh you're gonna prune them out right yeah very intentionally and and some of those have been family members some of those have been family members that that were just fucking toxic oh yeah yeah and and and, uh yeah and it's the best thing i did you know i I prefer it hadn't been the case but uh, in reality um there wasn't enough vodka for me to to maintain that family relationship yeah now, I mean, this is somebody I mean, you, you don't talk to completely or you kind of keep at more of an I don't talk plan. to completely. We don't yeah. you know if the, the, the tension level is so high that we we it doesn't take us more than 45 seconds to get each other's throat. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, so let's switch topics just a little bit. I want to talk about uh, your podcast and some of the things that, that you've you've talked about. You have some for, for our listeners, some uncommon uh, topics, which which I'd like to hear about. And um are, are these ones like, that you actively uh, look for, or do they find you, or how like, does that how does like, that come about? What do you mean uncommon? Uh, yeah, there, there may be <laughs> some ones? people who would blush a little at uh, at some of the Which things you talked about, and you go at them 
you know, full on. And, yeah, and talk you, about you mean like, like vaginal atrophy and that's vaginal <laughs> rejuvenation? Is that, is that where we want to start? That's what we're talking we, about. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about that one or are you talking about erectile dysfunction or, uh, or menopause or, or, you know, those kind of things. Where to, what is it? Where to touch a woman to get one secret place to, to touch a woman. And, yeah. and, yeah. and, 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 and by the way, it's not her vagina. Uh, so, so just, 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 just so you know, just to clear that up. And if you want to know that, I'm going to make a shameless plug here at the beginning. Uh, that's in my digital magazine, which you can go, you can get by going to the standard.academy forward slash magazine. Uh, there's that article and, and a few others in there. Um, yeah, you know, uh, actually I, I got one of my guests, actually the vaginal, uh, atrophy, uh, rejuvenation, uh, I'm going to have, uh, Anna back on, uh, actually next, uh, next week. And uh, we're going to be talking talking about uh, uh, an orgasm a day. There's a lot of people that are that are talking about that. So, yeah, these are things that people need to hear about, but they don't want to talk about it because they're a bit squeamish, and so they may they they may listen to my podcast with my with their uh, earbuds on, but, <laughs> but not tell right. anybody. <laughs> But it's interesting, you know, and it goes back to, I think what you were talking about with your children, how you're, you're, you're honest. And, and this is, these are honest conversations that you're having, honest conversations you should have with your spouse. And at least what I found in my relationship is my wife and I uh, have been passionately in love with each other for like two decades. And um, we're completely honest with each other. Um, mm -hmm. We, we've never had that relationship where, it's like, uh, oh, I can't tell her how she looks in that or, or how she's looking today or he, you know, she can't say that to me. No, we're completely honest uh, mm -hmm. to, you know, we're best friends and, and we say whatever it is. And I, I see too many people in relationships that that will tell their friend something that they wouldn't tell their wife or they won't have those honest conversations. And likewise, they won't even have some of those honest conversations with themselves. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, um, and so I think that honesty component that, that is causing people to blush is important. And you're having those on a, on a regular basis. And so yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, how you got into that and, and, uh, and some of the topics that you explore. Yeah. My kids don't really want to listen to a lot of my podcasts. <laughs> They will guarantee, I guarantee you ask either of them and, and the, the letters TMI will, yeah. uh, will, will come out. Um, it's just, a, it's, a, to me, I find those things interesting. And, uh, and you know, a lot, a lot of them end up being around sex, mm -hmm. which is, I think, a, a very important part of a relationship uh, to have a a level of intimacy that is not just uh, you know uh, using a woman's vagina to masturbate your penis. Uh, it's, it's there's a little there's more to it than that. And people a lot of times people don't think about that. I was I actually had a, a once I had a a person on my podcast and I was you know God I hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> But she she came on my podcast and and we I was talking about erectile dysfunction and sure. there's a there's an affiliate there's an affiliate product that's called a, a, a acoustic wave device that I promote and uh, what it does is just increases blood flow 
It's just that's all acoustic wave devices do is increase blood flow. And her comment was like, "Oh, men think too much about their penises and sex." I'm like, "And you are a couples coach?" I'm thinking about the poor sob sitting there in a, in a couples coaching session and having her say that to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, the two things that couples fight the most about money and sex those that's it i mean there's other things but those are the two top you know if, if we if we were on the match game that would be an easy one uh <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so so uh i think that that you know and, and a relationship is is needs to be fulfilling in all aspects they need to be f- fulfilling spiritually emotionally and physically so it's it's not just one aspect and and you know uh, you know, it, 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 I think that's an important part of it. I mean, it's not the only part of it, but you know, all, all, you all three aspects. Yeah, can't you can't ignore it. it. Yeah. You can't ignore it. And, and if you do, uh, you know, there, there, there's several things that are, that can occur. Uh, one, you get porn, two, have an affair, or just be miserable. You know, yeah. just be miserable. So, so uh, that's and that's kind of why I, I talk about that stuff and and uh, and other things. Uh, you know, spend talk talk about relationships. And again, uh, again, the biggest part there is is communication and uh, and having and having an honest communication. Like you said, I think it's very very important to have an honest communication. Yeah, absolutely. No, and and I think uh, you know we as as an American society get very used to telling lies, uh, you know, uh, early on from kids, you know, we, we tell them all kinds of lies and then they grow up and they don't, you know, understand why they have trust relationships, you know, issues with you and get, get used to telling all these little white lies and they, mm-hmm. they turn in, it turns into a very slippery slope and, uh, and soon you're telling bigger and bigger lies. Right. And, um, it's hard to keep track of the lies that's a lot of energy right you burn mm-hmm. off a lot of yeah a lot of energy trying to trying to do all that mm-hmm. um, so i'd like to hear any tips you have for somebody that wants to live life the fullest a lot of entrepreneurs business people out there listening to this call um any advice for them uh somebody coming from you uh a, a, a surgeon right um somebody who has had a pretty busy life um professionally what what advice would you give to somebody to live living a, a full life um i think it comes down to uh three things that you have to do uh one is to be able to identify clearly what you want okay because most people just go day by day kind of you know st- you know spending their time and not really working towards what they want and even at, at age 70 there's, there's stuff that i want uh that, that i that i work towards and so but you need to be able to clearly articulate it uh some sort of nebulous want you know it, it, does, it doesn't work it has to be has to be something you can clearly articulate 
and in many ways it has to be measurable so so uh, and so people get get stuck on that part and, and they also go after stuff that they don't really want um you know i you know, I, I, you say stuff. Oh, I I want to do this, and well, like been wanting to do it for ten years. And yeah, no, you don't really want to do yeah. it, or else you would have done it. <laughs> you know, it, you know. I, I I there was one for some reason I thought it would be really cool to yodel. Okay, and I <laughs> and, and, and I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. I want, actually I know why. I want to go the the, the thing and I haven't done it yet. Uh, there's this thing called uh the King of Switzerland contest, and and. Uh, it's, it's, it's about, apparently it's about as redneck as you can ever imagine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the boulder rolling and that kind of shit. Um, uh, and, and so, uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to go to Switzerland and yodel. And then somebody said, oh, you can take this yodeling class. Well, it was, it was 30 minutes to drive there and 30 minutes right back. And then the class and they're like, I didn't do it. And the reality <laughs> of it is, obviously, I didn't want to. You didn't want it, right? I didn't really yeah. want to yeah. learn how yeah. to use it. sounded nice. There are yeah. things that sound like nice to be able to do. Yeah, but, but I didn't I didn't really Yeah, I didn't really want to yodel or else yeah. I would have gone to the yodeling class. And yeah. you know, I, I could have yodeled right here on this program for you, but I can't. And uh so so I think the, uh, the first thing is the what. And to be able to clearly identify and make sure you really want that thing. And then uh, the other thing is the is the why, and uh, uh, Simon Sinek has got it backwards because he's you know his book says start with why. You know I'll t I'll tell I, it, when I get a chance to meet him I'll tell him you got it wrong, dude. Uh, the why comes after the what, and you you want things. You the reason why you want things is you want them for the feelings that they give you. You know, there, there's no inherent having a, a Lamborghini, okay? You know, well, no, you want the feelings. Yeah. You, you want the attention. You want to feel the power, the rumbling. Uh, you want the speed, the, the, the uh, uh, wind blowing by you, all that shit. You know, it, 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 those are the feelings that you want. There's no point in having a Lamborghini. And I, I don't know, I've, the people I've talked to, uh, I don't know, it doesn't seem like people have Lamborghinis very long. It seems like they get they have one, they get rid of it because they're, they're kind of a pain in the ass to drive and you got to be very careful with your drive and you can you can tear up the bottom of them. And that. You know, sure. gotta, if you go into somebody's house that has a sloped driveway, you have to park out. You know, it's it's not it 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 look it sounds not good. practical, right? Yeah, it's not practical. It's not yeah, practical. Sure. And 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 uh, uh, especially if you got two kids, uh, <laughs> when you strap one to the hood, and, and uh, road like I do, which yeah, you just yeah, yeah. highlight that thing. And then then the, then the last thing is is the how, and the how is where most a lot of people get stuck. Because they start with the how, but they don't really even know what the what and the why, mm -hmm. and and so creating that the life that you imagine has has to do with those three components in that order, uh, and the how you have to be, you have to be, and as I'm sure you know, you, you know, you're you're a successful entrepreneur, and and the how may change. You may think something's a really really good idea, and then the reality of it is. No one's buying it. That's right. Uh, there's there's a there's a 
there's a book that's out there. I can't remember. Uh, I don't can't remember the author, but if, if, if the title is "If Your Stuff Is So Good, How Come No One's Buying It?" <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a person I actually want to send that to, but he's he's already pissed off at me, really. So. <laughs> but no, uh, you you know, I think that's why the the some of the planning up front is important because you you the farther out you can see something, you know, yeah, you may have little little complications to getting there um but you know just like the yodeling if that was something you really wanted to do um whether it was 30 minutes or an hour and 30 minutes you'd figure out a way to get it done yeah right? oh absolutely yeah and, yeah so yeah you you I mean you commit to the things that you want uh because it takes work mm -hmm. yeah it, it takes work to do that so it's 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 a uh yeah, the the what, the why, and the how. That's that's the magic formula. Absolutely. No, couldn't agree with you more. Well, Orest, I, I appreciate your time today. And uh for everyone out there listening, uh, you know, that that wants to hear more from you and, and follow you, how do they get a hold of you? How do they uh keep in touch with you? Okay. Uh, so you can listen to my podcast at oldguytalkstome.com. And uh, we come out weekly and, uh, you know, I, I never know what's going to show up. And I never know what I'm going to say. I hear it for the first time when it, when it passes comes my out. lips. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. like, there, there are times that like, I can't believe I actually said that, but I did. Uh, and we don't do any editing. We don't do any, any editing on my podcast. Perfect. Uh, you can also get my free digital magazine at the, uh, the standard dot academy forward slash magazine. And there's lots of good articles in there, uh, especially the one about where to touch a woman and also why men are pissing in their pants, among other articles out there. And uh, you can also find out about my mentoring program by going to the standard.academy. And uh, the thing about my mentoring program that's different from other things out there, and I'm just kind of brief commercial here for myself, is that... Um, most programs you go to and you get a bunch of information and, you know, where you get a journal and you write in and everything else. And then you come home, you don't do anything with it. You put those notes on a bookshelf and they just sit there and Never there's no accountability program. Yeah. yeah. So my mentoring program has, uh, has a, a weekly accountability calls. Mm, that's great. Uh, and I uh, am thoroughly convinced that um, I was, Who's the book? Oh, yeah, I was reading a book by uh, a guy I interviewed, Sean Wells, who's known as the world's best formulator. And he's he's started a number of companies and uh, very, very ethical in terms of the formula, formula uh, supplement space, because that, that's a that's a space with a lot of charlatans in it. Oh, but yeah. he made a comment in the book is that uh, real results require a mentor to keep you accountable. And uh, we've all had mentors. I've had mentors in my life. I've been fortunate to have them. And actually, once I started getting mentors, that's when my life started accelerating. Hmm. And before that, it was it was kind of a shit show. It was kind of a shit show until I got to my forties. Yeah. So I better bloom late than never. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And then fortunately, when you make enough good mistakes, you can mentor people on how not to make those same mistakes. Oh, right? absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> 
I, I and I've been known to say like that was the stupidest fucking thing I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been I've been I don't play poker uh, because I don't have a poker face. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Orest, and thank you everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.